Hi and welcome to Module 2, Lesson 2, Podcast, Part 2 of Botany and Plant Families. And in this section we'll talk about plant families. So essentially those have general properties and likenesses of the botanical family from which they belong. So there have been 422 essential those identified as coming from plants or parts of plants. Many of these aren't commercially available for two reasons. One, that there's been no practical use from, found for them, or that they can't be distilled in such quantity that they are viable to produce commercially. There's 22 plant families, and these yield 70 to 80 um, essential oils that are used in aromatherapy. There's lots and lots of essential oils out there. It's worth having a real look round at all the unusuals, having a smell if possible, thinking about what you would use them for, and perhaps having a go with them. Try them. Try them and see. So we'll start and go through the plant families. We'll start at A and work through. <coughs> and we'll start with the Anonaceae family. This is a family of woody trees, shrubs and vines. They all have aromatic tissues. There are about 130 genera, about 2,300 species in this family. They are almost entirely tropical and found in sort of the old world, as it's known, um, and lowland rainforest. The leaves are simple, they're alternate and are generally arranged in two ranks of flat sprays. The flowers are bisexual. Um, they are symmetrical. Um, they produce, they possess, sorry, three walls of a flower and three segments in each wall. There is only one plant which, in this family, which is used in aromatherapy and that is ylang-ylang, or Kananga odorata. The flowers of the Kananga odorata are incredibly perfumed and highly um, fragranced. Ylang-ylang is an oil that is distilled over a period of 24 hours, usually being interrupted um, to keep the small molecules that come off first separate. Um, this is why you get this sort of first fraction of the oil as the sweetest and most floral um, and the greatest value. So you will get things like Ylang Extra, Ylang Ylang Superior. The Ylang Ylang Extra or the Superior is this first fraction of the oil which is the most aromatic and got the most sweetest floral aroma. You then get quite different grades. You can get up to four grades. So each one contains small, uh, larger and larger molecules. It's very much the distiller's judgment as to where the fractions are done. A lot of the oil from these plants are, is taken into perfume and con some of the ylang-ylang you get can contain all four fractions. The properties of this family tend to be um, 
because it's got a high alcohol content it tends to be soothing balancing and calming but it's worth checking with ylang ylang what what you're getting whether you're getting all four fractions whether you're getting three fractions just one if it's the top end or the bottom end and this very often will denote the smell of the oil how sweet it is how fragrant it is so we then move to the Berseraceae family this is another genus of trees and shrubs um, there's 18 genera and about 500 or so species found in tropical regions um, the majority of these trees will yield a fragrant gum resin which comes as a result of damage to the bark so what they will do they will cut into the bark and out of the bark will exude these little tears of resin these will then be distilled or prepared to get the essential oil from them you can burn the resin and this is what is burnt as frankincense and myrrh um, have a go if you've not had a go burning resin have a go with the charcoal discs and the resin because um, the smell is quite nice you can get a little bit smoky though that's the only thing so the essentials from this family that you would get are the frankincense the boswe the acotari uh, elemi which is canarium luzonicum and myrrh which is the conifora myrrh so they all come from this gum resin which is extracted from the tree by cutting the tree and the little tears come out so properties of these oils are they're expectorants are they good for coughs colds they produce mucus they help get mucus off the chest for healing wounds as well very good for the skin for ulcers they will help reduce scar tissue they're also quite good in meditation they help the mind especially frankincense will relax the mind calm the mind and still the chatter of the mind so that's the Berseratio family we then move on to the Compositae or sometimes known as the Asteraceae family this is one of the largest families of flowering plants there are over 1300 genera and 21,000 species in this family a lot of them are cultivated as ornamentals and you may have them in your garden there are marigolds there are chrysanthemums there are calendula the thing about this family is they're all the flowers are daisy like it's um, small flower heads um, and flat generally some can be rounded the essential oils that you get from this family are the chamomiles so you will get German chamomile which is Matricaria chamomilla you would get the Roman chamomile which is Chamomilum nobile or Anthemis nobilis depending on which Latin name you use it is exactly the same oil but there are two Latin names for it you would get the tangites, which is tangites glandulifera, and the yarrow, which is Achillea millifolum. Immortel, or um, everlasting, is another name for this one, is Elichrysum angustifolia. Tarragon, again, is another one from this family, and this is Artemisia 
Draconiculus. All compositae. So their properties are all very similar. So you're looking at <coughs> antiseptic, calming, anti-allergic, antifungal, anti-infectious. So they're very good for things like digestive disorders. They're very good for calming the digestive system. They're very good for reducing inflammation, whether it be inflammation on the skin, inflammation in the respiratory system, inflammation in the digestive system. They're very good for things like insomnia and they're very good for stress because they're calming. So they are the properties of, of the compositae or asteraceae family. So we'll move on now to the cupressae family. These are trees, shrubs, with small sort of scaly leaves uh, and they have separate male and female cones, sometimes even on separate trees. The seed bearing cones are woody in most genera, but the juniper berry has quite a sort of fleshy scales um, and the juniper berry uh, is dried and used in cookery, so they are you know they're still a sort of cone um, they're very richly aromatic uh, all the members of the family used in incense traditionally worldwide there's 19 genera and around 130 species these numbers do vary from time to time as new genera are found new species are found um, and perhaps things are reclassified because that happens sometimes so essential that you will get in this family are cypresses, so uh, cypress, so cupressus sempervirens, juniper, which is juniperus communis, and cedarwood, which is juniperus virginiana, which is red cedar. The properties for this you're looking at anti-infectious, antiseptic, very good for the respiratory system, very disinfectant, uh, decongestant, antifungal circulatory, stimulating, cleansing, mucolytic, they're very good for skin infections and they are a renal stimulant. So a good class of oils to have uh, for dealing with infections etc. So the next family we'll move on to is the Geranaceae family which is a family of herbs and sort of small low shrubs. There are about 14 genera and about 730 species in this family. The essential oil used from this family is geranium, which is Pelagonium graviolens. Originally native to South Africa, it's been wild, widely cultivated, or wildly cultivated in, in Russia, Egypt, the Congo, Japan, Central America, Europe, Spain, Italy and France are the general um, growers for essential oils. There are three main regions um, where we get um, geranium essential oil from. Bourbon essential oil no, mostly comes from re, the sort of Reunion Island area and Egypt and Russia, a little bit of China. Um, tends to be where the others are grown. A few years ago when there was all the uprising in Egypt there was a shortage of geranium oil because there was very little came out of the country 
very little produced um, so there was a shortage and the price went up dramatically the species graviolans is the one that's used in extraction of the essential oils from the geranium there are lots of different pelagonium species but the graviolans one is the one that produces the essential oil. so it's anti-inflammatory it's antiseptic it's antiviral it's a nerve tonic and it's soothing cleansing and cooling to the system so they are the properties of the geraniaceae family we then come to one of the largest of the plant families concerned in aromatherapy which is the Libaceae or the Lamiaceae family. Worldwide there's around 180 genera and it represents about 3,500 species. They all are known for a sort of penetrating aroma and this is because the essential is stored on the surface of the leaves and it's easily released. Now in some cases with this it is released very easily so it becomes problematic extracting the oil because if you're not careful it's all gone before you actually get there. Um, the essential oils that you get from this family are basil which is Ossimum basilicum, uh, Clarisage, Salvia sclerea, Hyssop, Hyssopus officinalis, Lavender which is Lavendula angustifolia, Lavendin, which is Lavendula inter cross intermedia. Melissa. Now, Melissa officinalis is one of the ones where the oil sacs are on the very top of the leaf. So, as soon as the leaf is touched or bruised in any way, the oil is released. It's quite a low yield oil anyway. So, what happens very often with Melissa, it is hand picked very carefully, and as it's picked, it is actually packed into the still in the field and it is distilled in the field because of this if the leaves are piled up on top of each other the pressure will release the oil sacs on the leaf thus releasing the oil and virtually taking all the yield of the plant out so so melissa is one of the ones that is the sacs are on the very outer of the leaf and it's released for very quickly the orange mint, Mentha citrata, uh, is another one in this family, along with patchouli, which is Pogo stemum patchouli, peppermint, which is Mentha piperita, Mentha arvensis, rosemary, which is Rosemarinus officinalis, sage, which is Salvia officinalis, savory, which is Saturia montana, Spanish marjoram, which is Thymus masticana. Sweet marjoram, which is Oregano majorana, and thyme, which is Thymus vulgaris, which I talked about earlier, which you get lots of different chemo types of, so it would be Thymus vulgaris, CT, thymol, CT, linalol, etc. So the properties include it's antiseptic, it's analgesic, it's anti inflammatory, it's hemenagogic, antispasmodic, sudorific respiratory it's antiviral it's balancing and they are all aromatic so these are the properties of the Libaceae Lamiaceae family the next one we'll move on to is the Liraceae family these are nearly all woody trees or shrubs 
So you get around 30 to 50 genera and around 2,000 species. They've got a strong penetrating aroma. There's, they're quite warm, pungent. Um, sometimes can be towards the bitter side though. And the essentials from this family tend to be the cinnamon leaf, which is the Cinnamomum zeylanicum, the whole leaf, which is the Cinnamomum camphora, the Ravensara, which is Ravensara aromatica, and rosewood, which is Aniba rosadora. The properties are of the Laraceae family they are antifungal, they are antiseptic, they are bactericidal, they are antiviral and can be tonic or stimulant. So they are the properties of the Laraceae family. We then go on to the Myristiaceae family. Um, there again there's only one oil from this family. Um, it's not one that you have to study as an IFPER oil anymore but it is one that I use quite a lot so I have included it still. It's a family of shrubs um, with alternate leaves um, and these leaves are dotted with resinous glands. The fruit is a nut in this family and there are three genera and about 50 species um, distributed over the world. The essential for this family is the nutmeg, which is the Myristica fragrance. The properties of the Myristiaceae family are it's analgesic, they aid muscular aches and pains, and they're a powerful stimulant to the brain. They need to be used with a little bit of care, but they are very, very good for their analgesic properties, which is why I use them quite a lot, because they are very good for pain relief. <coughs> Excuse me. We'll move on next to the Myrtaceae family. Um, this family is mo mostly tropical and subtropical plants. Leaves are simple um, and usually dotted with um, oil glands. Around 120 genera and there's around 3,800 species. Mostly occurring in tropical and warm regions, abundant in Australia. The essential oils from this family are the bay, which is the Pimentia racemosa, um, Kajipot, Melaleuca leucodendron, Clove, Eugenia carifilata, excuse me, I'm never good with the pronunciations of Latin, uh, Eucalyptus, so there's Eucalyptus stagiariana, Globulus, Radiatus, Citriodorus, Divus, Smithy. They all have their own type of properties. And you study about five, I think, with me. It's worth looking at the others sometimes. Um, they have got very varying smells and very varying properties. Eucalyptus Smithy tends to be the one I use the most because I find it the mildest. Um, and it's also safe to use with children. So it's a sort of across the board one with me. The one that I adore is Eucalyptus stagiariana. It is a beautiful smell and not an unusual eucalyptus. The other one in this, the other ones in this family are the myrtle, which are Myrtus communis, uh, and the tea tree, which is Melaleuca alternifolia. So the properties of the Myrtaceae family are: it's highly antiseptic, it's antiviral, it's tonic, it's stimulant. It's very useful for infections, particularly of the respiratory system. 
it's mucolytic and it's a bronchodilator so it's one that we use a lot for respiratory problems the next one we'll look at is the Olaceae family and this is a family of shrubs trees climbers they have alternate simple leaves without any stipules uh, and they've got a slightly rough texture to the leaves flowers are usually green or white and are with a reg regular with a sort of calyx and reduced to to narrow lobes fruit is a single seeded nut and it, there are around 29 genera and about 2,000 species mostly found throughout the tropics and the largest amount in Africa and Asia the one that we use from this family is jasmine which is Jasminium officinale and variety grandiflorum <clears throat> now this one is not really steam distilled anymore you don't get steam distilled it tends to come as an absolute the properties are antidepressant, anti-inflammatory, carminative and sedative. So they are the properties of the Olaceae family. We'll move next to the Pinaceae or Abiaceae family. Um, this is one that I learnt as Abiaceae, it became Pinaceae. Um, it's a reclassification of a renaming of the family. It's a family of conifers. Um, now these will bear most both male and female cones. Uh, seeds are born between the cone scales, so the leaves are spirally arranged and linear. There's nine genera and about 190 odd species, common in the northern hemisphere, uh, mainly in temperate climates. So the essentials that we use from this family are cedar wood which is cedrus atlantica and pine which is pinus sylvestris they are highly antiseptic and they are very beneficial for things like catar so they're expectorant mucolytic so they're a, again a respiratory <clears throat> and then we'll move on to the piperaceae family which are small trees shrubs and climbers leaves are alternate simple and entire with stipules and glands and these glands contain the aromatic oil. Flowers are usually small and can be bisexual or unisexual and they're held on spikes opposite the leaves. Fruits tend to be small fleshy droops with a single seed in the middle, sometimes sunk into the stem. There's four genera and around 2,000 species and these tend to be found in the tropics and through rainforests. So the essential oils that we use here are from this family are black pepper which is Piper nigrum and cubeb which is Piper cubeba. The properties of the Piperaceae family are anti-catar and stimulant to the circulatory and digestive systems. Uh, they're analgesic and expectorant. So we're on to the Poaceae or Graminaceae family. Again, it's a reclassification. Um, these are a genus of grasses. Um, 
they have compound panicles and they are smooth without hairy leaves uh, found in all regions um, but in the tropics uh, restricted to the sort of mountainous regions there are over 250 species and they're found um, all over the sort of tropical area many of the species are also valuable as pasture grasses so the essentials from this family are citronella which is Sympobogon nardus I can never say it ginger grass Sympobogon martini variety Sophia lemongrass Sympobogon citratus Palma rosa, Simpopogon martini, and vetiver, which is vetiver cisinoids. I can say that one, you see. It's not a tongue twister for me. Um, Palma rosa grows wild in India, uh, particularly in the northwest sort of area of Bombay and up in towards the Himalayan mountains. It grows in Nepal and in a lesser extent to um, in Pakistan. Its oil is pale yellow or pale olive with a sweet rosy floral aroma. Um, Palmer rosa is a carryover from the days when Palmer rose oil was used for an adulterant um, for Turkish rose oil. So this is where the rosa comes from. Um, it was imported into Turkey um, and it's known as geranium Palmer rosa as well. So, properties of the Poaceae or Graminaceae family are it's good for acne, it's good for aches and pains and it's stimulating to the circulatory system <coughs> excuse me we'll now move to the Rosiaceae family uh, a large family of trees, shrubs, herbs um, they've got alternate stipulate leaves and regular flowers there's around 107 genera and 3,100 species and they are recognised mostly in temperate zones um, but they can go anywhere and the roses in this family um, roses in this family the essential oils in this family are rose so you get Rosa damascena, Rosa centifolia properties antiseptic, antiviral, anti-inflammatory, antifungal it helps balance the hormones and it's very beneficial for skin so they are the properties of the Rosaceae family. We'll now go on to the Rutaceae family. Um, aromatic trees and shrubs again. Sometimes a thorny. Um, leaves are mostly compound and dotted with glands, uh, which are aromatic when they're crushed. Around 160 genera and about 1,650 species. Uh, these is These are... These are the group that provide the citrus fruits, so they occur in tropical, warm, temperate regions. Um, as well, you find them in Australia and South Africa. So the essential oils that we found find from this family are bergamot, which is citrus bergamia, uh, grapefruit, which is citrus paradisi, lemon, which is citrus lemon, uh, mandarin, which is citrus reticulata. If it's grown in the USA, it's known as tangerine. Uh, neroli, which is Citrus Arantium Bar Amara. Uh, orange Bitter, which is Citrus, citrus Arantium Bar Amara. 
and Orange Sweet, which is Citrus Arantium Barsinensis, uh, and Pettigrain, which is Citrus Arantium Bar Amara. Now you might notice there we've got three with the same name. We've got Neroli, we've got Bitter Orange, and we've got Pettigrain. Now this is because Neroli is produced from the flowers of the Citrus Arantium tree. The bitter orange is produced from the fruit of the Citrus Arantium tree. And the petty grain is, if you think of it in French, it's little grains, it's little seeds. Um, this is produced from the leaves and the little tiny uh, fruit as it's just starting to form. And sometimes the twigs of the Citrus Arantium tree so you get three oils from the same tree um, you get neroli bitter orange and pettigrain from the same tree and you get sorry sweet orange as well that's citrus orantium depends on the variety they're on different varieties um, properties they're very good for the digestive system they're balancing they're stimulating they're antiseptic to the skin they're nervine they're uplifting to the mind, uplifting to the mood, and they're antiviral to the body. So these are the properties of the Rutaceae family. We then move to the Santalaceae family. Um, these are semi-parasitic shrubs and trees. Um, they have opposite simple leaves, uh, often linear. They have roots that are attached to the roots of other plants. Their fruit is a sort of globular droop um, with an outer succulent bright coloured cover over the hard woody shell that protects the seeds. Santalum album um, was extensively cultivated in India and is used a lot for trees. There are eight to nine species. Because of the environmental issues, because of the deforestation, um, these trees are also now cultivated in southeastern Asia and in the Pacific region, Hawaii, Australia. So sandalwood is the main essential from this family, whether it be the traditional Santalum alba or whether it is Ostracaledonicum uh, spicatum uh, there are various ones coming through now so it is worth looking at it's a, a family that you need to be aware of the Santalaceae family it's one that we tend not to use a lot in aromatherapy now so properties are it's very balancing to the nerves the respiratory and the excretory systems it's very good for dry skin for irritated skin and it helps uh, regulate the hormones as well so the next one is the styraceae family uh, again a genus of trees and shrubs um, several of these yield a resin so or a gum um, again it's produced by wounding the wood so you cut the wood out come the little tears um, of gum or resin 
There are about 180 species that tend to be found in warm and temperate climates. The essential oil that we use from this family is benzoin, which is Styrax benzoin. It's not really a true essential oil, but uh, it is used in aromatherapy. Uh, it's quite a thick, syrupy, sweet smell. Um, very good for removing catarrh and it's very expectorant. It's good for skin healing and it's warming for things like painful joints and poor circulation. So there are the properties of the Styraceae family. Um, we'll then move on to the Umbelliferae or Apiaceae family. Again, it's one that's been reclassified. Uh, and I do think that the new name, the Umbelliferae, uh, suits it much better. It's a family of herbs. There's a few shrubs. Um, they have alternate leaves, usually much divided from the base, uh, and they have these sort of sheathing stalks at the base. The flowers are sort of characteristically born in umbrals, so they look like an umbrella. I always think if it's got an umbrella type flower, it's probably from the umbrella fray family. Um, they're used as food, they're used as medicinal plants, and some can be poisonous, so you have to be a little bit careful. There are around 420 genera, three, over 3,000 species uh, found throughout the world, um, mostly in the northern temperate regions. So the essential oils that we use from this family are the Angelica, which is the Angelica of Cangelica, um, Aniseed, which is Pimpinellum anisum, uh, Caraway, which is Carum carvi, Carrot, which is Dorcas carota, Coriander, which is Coriandrum sativum, Celery seed, which is Apium graviolens, uh, we've got Dill, which is Anthem graviolens, Fennel, which is the sweet fennel that we use, which is Fuenicolum vulgar, variety dulce. Galbanum, which is Ferula galbaniciflua. Uh, Lovage, which is Levesticum officinale. And Parsley, which is Petrocellinum crispum. These are all Umbelliferae and a or stroke APHA, and the properties are they're an aid to the digestion. They help break down fat and they stimulate the flow of bile. They are very good for digestive problems. They are warming, they're stimulating and they're combinative. They also have the properties of being antibacterial, antiseptical, antispasmodic and anti-inflammatory. They're an emenagogic as well and they are a tonic. So they're a useful family but need to be used with a little bit of care, which we'll talk about in the chemistry section. We're nearly there. We're at V. We're on the Valeriaceae family. Um, again, a family of herbs um, with opposite, opposite and holy radical leaves, uh, often div divided all the way down to the axis um, and the, bear the flower. Fruit is dry and doesn't release seeds. Um, there are around 17 genera, about 400 species, widely distributed except in Australia. Um, the oils from this family that we use are Spikenhard, which is Nardostatius jatamansi, and Valerian, which is Valeriana officinalis. They are calming to the nervous system. They have a very distinct smell, which you either love or hate. With me, it's a hate, but not everybody. Um, 
So they're the properties of the Valerianaceae family. Um, we then move on to the Verbenaceae family. Um, a family of herbs, shrubs, trees, woody climbers. Mostly got opposite leaves. Um, flowers are variously arranged. Um, usually irregular though. So fruit is fleshy. Um, around 90 genera, 1,900 species. Mostly tropical or subtropical, but can extend into temperate zones. Um, the essential oils that we use from this family are lemon verbena, which is Lipia citridora or Aloecia trifilla. Beautiful to grow, but they are a tender plant. Um, the properties of the Verbenaceae family are they are antiseptic, they're antispasmodic, they're combinative, they're detoxifying, they're digestive, they're a febrifuge, sedative and stomatic. We'll then move on to the Violaceae family. Um, this is a family of herbs, some shrubs and trees. Um, usually leaves are simple and stipulate. Flowers are usually solitary. There's around 23 genera and around 930 species found in much of the world. Uh, the essential oil that we use from here is violet, which is viola odorata. Tends to come as an absolute because it is a very small yield and quite difficult to produce. So the properties are analgesic, it's a um, very mild analgesic, anti-inflammatory, anti-rheumatic, antiseptic. It's a decongestant to the liver, it's diuretic, expectorant, laxative and stimulating to the circulation. And last not, but not least we get to Z, which is the Zingiberaceae family. And this is the ginger family. It comprises of rhizome herbs really. Um, many of these plants are huge and spicy. Uh, in all the parts of the plant so you can you, know, you can use ginger leaf um, for cooking you can use ginger flour for cooking but most of the essential oil comes from the rhizome which is the underneath the, the earth it's the root of the plant 53 genera and around 1200 species mostly occurring in the rainforest you can grow ginger in this country as an indoor plant and there are some um, that you can grow outside but you need to take in uh, in the winter. Essential oils that we use are cardamom which is Elateria cardamomum and ginger which is Zingiber officinal. They are a digestive tonic, they're anti-catarrhal and they're warming to the muscular system and pain relieving, especially for toothache. And that draws our little trip through the plant families from A to Z to a close. Uh, if you need more information read your manual and if you need pronunciation um, I think if you go onto Google and type it in it will pronounce it for you. I'm not sure how well it pronounces it um, but with my Derbyshire accent you get a very Derbyshire version. So I hope you've enjoyed your trip through the plant families and found it interesting.